And welcome back to the Talking Thomas podcast, the podcast for all things Thomas and Friends, Shining Time Station, Tugs, and all other associated acts. Uh, I'm Tony. And I'm Orion. And uh, we are your guides to all things Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends. Uh, And uh, we're doing a series of commentaries. We're currently at the tail end of season one uh, and uh, looking forward to watching the, uh, well, I say the final two episodes, but we'll get into that in a little bit after we've commentated on these two episodes. Uh, the two episodes we're going to do are uh, Gordon takes a dip and uh, down the mine. And so we're going to start with uh, <clears throat> off the rails, also known as Gordon takes a dip for us in the U S and you can press play now. <sighs> Lovely bit of stop motion animation here with Gordon. So, or as there will be in a minute. Well, I don't think it, uh, not in this one. I think it just cuts to his eyes being open. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was, only, it was in the first one that they had the stop motion. I would get those two confused. Yeah, it is, a, it is nicely reminiscent, though, the, this particular uh you know, the scene of him on the siding is, is nicely reminiscent of the first episode, of course. But uh, always nice to see Henry in his new shape here throughout the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that this episode in particular is, I don't know, I can't say it's one of my favorites, but it's one that I look back fondly on, at least. Yeah, I agree. It's not one of my favorites, and I think it's because growing up, I really didn't watch this one very often. Um, it wasn't yeah. on... Um, many, at least many of the tapes that I watched, uh, frequently should say. So, um, I believe it was on, um, I never had the best of Gordon. Right. VHS. Um, so I, I would have never seen it on that. And I believe that I probably only had it on one of the, uh, larger compilation tapes, um, or on the Thomas Comes to Breakfast VHS, I believe it might yeah. have been on that, on that one It was, well. yes. And I yes. know that it was on Better Late Than Never, but I didn't have that VHS until quite a bit later. So not one that I saw uh, very frequently until I became a, a Thomas fan later in life. So, See, by contrast, I did see this quite frequently because I had Better Late Than Never was actually one of the first VHSs that I had. And I love the Duck and Diesel trilogy, which I'll get more into when we do our season two commentaries. But uh, uh, this episode is, of course, on Better Late Than Never. And so it is one that I saw frequently. But again, it's... And maybe this is more to do with... Because, you know, we associate things that we see together quite a bit. And so, you know, I lump episodes together by what VHS they were on. And so I think the fact that this was with the Duck and Diesel trilogy has kind of just, it, it's still a good episode. It's just not one that I favor all the time. Right, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, this episode, I think, suffers from uh, just that quietness of, of, uh, of the first season. Um, right. Uh, in terms of not really all that much happens. You know, the episode starts, Gordon goes into a ditch, and then he gets pulled out. <laughs> right. And people make fun of him. So it's not really that, it's exactly. not that exciting of an episode. Although I always liked the fact that they had this office overlooking the Vickerstown sheds. Uh, yes. From that, that, 
was always nice. And, and just a, a nice little bit of camera work there going through the windows in the, the large-scale office. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of camera work, I, I, I actually really enjoy the camera work of the Gordon's point of view from falling into the ditch. I think that's a really, it's not one that we see much in season one, uh, but I, I quite enjoy the point of view shot right there. Yeah. I guess typically we only ever see the point of view shot for um, accidents or racing down the line. Um, right. Which we'll, I, we'll see a, another point of view shot in the next episode when Thomas falls down the mine. So um, yes. the thing that always does make me laugh though now, you know, as an adult watching this, uh, you know, with a bit more logic, uh, in my mind is that uh, uh, the kids are riding bicycles around this yard. It's just kind of silly because there, there clearly isn't a path <laughs> no, <laughs> or anything. They're just riding around on gravel. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. That is a bit unique. Um, but I do like this, um, this night shot as well. Kudos to the late David Mitten. Uh, another one of his wonderful night shots. So, oh, absolutely, and we we saw a little bit of the Marklin engine there just a minute ago. Ah, uh, yes. So, and that really is the end of the episode. Like you say, there's not much that happens in this one. Gordon boasts a bit. He falls in a ditch. Kids make fun of him. He gets out. That's that's it. <laughs> so, either way, though, like I said, it was a good episode, but um, again, not one of my favorites. So yeah, agree. So uh, next up, we have down the mine, and uh, let's just jump right into it. Uh, press play now. I think down the mine. It's a great episode, and it has you know the unique status of being one of the few episodes, possibly I don't know, maybe the only episode that was made twice. Right, of course, because, um, of course, as everyone listening to this, I would hope, knows um, that, this, that this story was the basis for the original pilot shot in 1983 for, right. the, uh, for the series. Um, and there's even a glimpse of the pilot model uh, as there is. later in the episode. Um, and this, this Lower Tidmouth set I always loved uh, in the first season. Um, Oh yes. The interesting thing is that we there, there really aren't that aside from a few model shots and the one shot that we do see of early model Thomas, there really aren't any surviving footage of the pilot version of Down the Mine, is there? No, that's a shame. Maybe someday <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll just have to see. But uh, but who knows? Um, but this right. this episode, um, you know. It's a, it's an nice little episode, and I always like that it only really has the two characters in it, uh, just Thomas and Thomas and Gordon, and, and it, it right. it's kind of a nice bookend to the series, uh, to the, this first season with the first episode only really having Thomas and Gordon, and this episode really only having Thomas and Gordon. You know, I hadn't thought about that until you mentioned it, but yeah, that does make a lot of sense when you when you put it like that. Um, because, you know, aside from one episode that we'll talk about in a little bit, this is, for all intents and purposes, the last regular episode of season one. Absolutely. I always love this mindset as well. This is probably one of my favorite sets of season one. Yes. Um, 
And uh, I love the the camera angles that they get from behind machinery or um, from the from the track uh, and things like that. And there's some great uh, unused um, or alternate angle photographs that were used in various books and yes. uh, magazines and things like that of this set and of the mine shafts and, and things like that. So always a uh, big fan of that. Right. And, and I understand, you know, why they they only needed the mine for this one, one episode, but it's, I, I think it's almost a shame that there weren't more stories set in a mine because this mindset is great. And as you said, some of the camera angles they get in this episode are fantastic. Well, right. And, and what's interesting is that even, you know, even in the new series, um, they, they definitely could use this as another industry um, or as another location, and they could probably introduce three new engine characters uh, that we don't need. Um, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, for uh, for this location, so just quite they interesting. Could. But they could, yes. There's a little uh, hair blowing on Thomas there. If you look closely is. when he's laying, when he's uh, laying, when he's uh, resting in the mine. I always yeah. loved this this uh, little chuckle, um, specifically from uh, we're we're listening to the George Carlin narration currently, right? Um, but Ringo Starr does it as well. But um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this would be the second time that uh, Gordon uses his winch in the, yes. this uh, season. Yeah, I was about to say the winch is back from its first appearance in Percy Runs Away, um, which I think after season one he doesn't really use the winch that much and i was about to say that but he does actually use it in season four but that's mostly just because there's a season four episode that's a continuation of this story arc which we'll get into later (laughs) right yeah absolutely and that always uh made me it just makes me chuckle now um didn't notice it of course as a as a child because they all look the same when you're a kid but noticing it now the aesthetic difference between the season one clips and the beginning of that episode and then the you know the season four lighting when it goes back to the the present at that time then it's quite quite interesting but i always loved this the fact that this ends with the uh showing out of the the mine tunnel there the mine shaft yes um that is a fantastic angle and it's you know the every every episode up until um, Mavis ending with that uh, you know ending with that ending Thomas theme, or at least most of them anyway, not all right. of them, but uh, but many of them did. Um, that was always that was always nice. Um, but definitely, I, I think it was a, a good move to stop doing that at some point it would be weird to to imagine some of the season four episodes or season five or onward ending oh, with that little ditty at the end. It just, it just wouldn't fit at all. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Though I must say the, the ending of this, as, as much as I will say, this is a fantastic episode. Uh, again, it's not necessarily one of my favorites. It's among my favorites, but not like one of my top favorites, but that last scene, um, especially that last line um, is pretty much iconic in both the railway series and the TV series. I feel uh, it's, it's iconic and it's a very fitting way to end season one. Cause you do have this nice arc of, you know, Thomas starts off as a cheeky little station pilot, goes on to have his own branch line. He's still a bit cheeky, but not as much. And then finally at the end we have 
Gordon, who used to be Thomas's well, enemy, for lack of a better term, forming an alliance with him. And I really liked the, the last line, uh, buffer to buffer the allies puffed home. Absolutely. It, and it almost, it feels like perhaps that, um, that, that down the mine, regardless of the, uh, of the connection to the previous story, but if you took down the mine just as a standalone story, it right. almost fits better as if it were a flashback to, um, a time when Thomas was had just gotten his branch line, as opposed to you know quite a bit later, at least in the railway series terms. This was several books later in the oh, yes. in the TV series. It, it it's essentially the same time, but um, yes. but it, it is quite interesting. It is, uh, and that is down the mine. Um, that's the, uh, for all intents and purposes the final main episode of season one but it of course is not the last episode of season one right and we will um going forward in december at some point around the uh the christmas holiday we will uh, do an episode devoted to thomas's christmas party and perhaps also the season two episode thomas and the missing christmas tree both uh, great christmas episodes yes. um but, uh, but yeah, definitely uh, stay tuned for, for those. But uh, this is where we will uh, essentially conclude our commentaries for season one. Exactly. Um, and of course, we'll do, uh, at some point, we'll be doing a review of season one as a whole and uh, seeing, you know, what, what we liked, what we didn't like, and maybe what we've learned throughout doing these commentaries. So... It's been a fun adventure so far, and of course we will have other episodes coming out soon as well. Uh, there'll be plenty more content, so uh, keep a lookout for us. Uh, we are, of course, on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a whole host of other places that you can find us. I think you can find us basically wherever good podcasts can be found. Absolutely, and you can also find us on Twitter. Um, at Talking Thomas One, and uh, you keep those likes and uh, follow uh, followings coming. Um, we we're up to uh, about 125 followers, so we're we're Ooh. very thankful for that. Thank you, all of you listening who have followed our page on there. Also, yeah. check us out on Facebook, uh, Talking Thomas. You can uh, like our page, um, and feel free to comment uh, and uh, you know, suggest a future episode idea. Share what you like. Right. Share what you don't like. Um, we we love feedback, so we do. Uh, we currently have looks like twenty one lights on there so far. So, uh, but uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get more of those at some point. Uh, of course, uh, the Twitter, as you said, is doing quite well. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, like Ryan said, uh, send us a message or tweet us, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Um, so, uh, this wraps up our season one commentaries and, uh, we will see you next time. Thanks a bunch for listening. Good night.